Hey, it's Adam Bly, the marketing guy at Robino and Lang Wealth Partners and host of After the Paycheck. In this episode of After the Paycheck, I sit down with John Conley, partner at Robino and Lang Wealth Partners, to discuss a topic that is very topical to a lot of Americans right now, navigating job loss when nearing retirement. John and I discuss a few hypothetical situations and what you might want to think about if you find yourself in those shoes. So if you've been let go from your job and you were planning to retire in the next five years, or if you're in a company that offers you a pension buyout today, but you're hoping to work another three or four more years, or if you just want to know what some of the things are to do today to shield yourself from a sudden loss of income in the future, make sure you tune into this episode. Enjoy. Welcome to After the Paycheck, the series dedicated to helping people to and through their retirement process. I'm your host, Adam Bly. This week, I am here with partner at Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners, John Conley. How are you? I'm doing great, Adam. It's good to be, to be back in the office finally. Yeah, I like. We're still practicing the safe distancing, which is which is great. Correct. Um, and but it is it is refreshing to actually see yeah. you in person again and be able to be around uh, other people. Exactly. Yeah. That social distancing is tough to uh, to adhere to. Uh, I think the the mental health of being around other people. And, and communicating is, is essential, I think. Yeah, that is something that I've learned. And you kind of don't – something I've taken for granted over, uh, over the years is that social ability. And when people bring up like, oh, you should always reach out to people in, in nursing homes or elderly that don't have people to talk to anymore, uh, my family and I kind of took that into account. And we're like, hey, we should probably reach out. You could adopt – like a, a grandparent, you yeah. know, and, and reach out to people and just Fantastic. have Zoom communications oh, yeah. in, in nursing homes. And that was a pretty cool thing to do just to kind of, again, get a social aspect for myself, but also just help somebody else out as well. Bring some joy to someone else's life. It was great, yeah. Um, but today we're going to talk about helping people through their retirement process. And usually when we do these recordings, these after the paycheck recordings, we, we go with something that's, I don't want to say generic, but it's, it's kind of like, a, hey, these are great things people should consider on their way to their retirement process or getting through. This one's a little bit more narrowed in on something that might be happening to uh, people right now, uh, but it can also be applied to somebody if they might have fear in a few years. And we're going to discuss job loss when you're in that retirement red zone. Okay, yeah. Um, So what I thought might be a great idea is to kind of throw some hypotheticals at you um, because I know that there are some people that are, you know, within five to 10 years of retirement and they might have just been let go. Uh, there are people that are worried that they might get let go, you know, in the near future because they're not sure where the economy is going or where their company's future sure. future lies. And then just kind of a, maybe from people a little bit younger or that are 10, 15 years out, but might be in a position to say, hey, I should at least ready myself for this in the event that this does happen to me. All great topics. Awesome. So let's go with question or scenario number one, I guess, which is if you have been let go from your job and we're planning to retire in the next five years, what are some action steps I should have prepared? What should I do like right now? So I I am someone, I just got a pink slip from my company. They've succumbed to everything going on, unfortunately. And I was hoping to retire within the next five years. Yeah. What what What's the first thing I should be thinking? Just think about it. Imagine coming down that that what I call the retirement red zone. You're on the back nine using a golf analogy that you're just, you're just trying to finish up your career. Uh, we have COVID-19 going on. We have the market volatility. We have corrections. Um, you know, we have a lot of instability going on right now. And then all of a sudden you find out that your company might be struggling more than you thought they were or they're going to realign or redo things. And all of a sudden you find yourself 
pop out of a job all of a sudden, which is five years too soon. So, you know, that can be very stressful for anyone. So what I always say is try not to make any decisions during that very stressful time because um, you might not be thinking things clearly or, or thoroughly enough. So what I would say is first is take a step back, take a deep breath, and then try to really look at what you have, what your plan is, and then assess it. If you have a financial plan, you're working with a financial advisor, revisit that plan. Call that advisor and say, hey, you know, all of a sudden um, I, I'm out of work and we need to change this plan. The question is, do you think you're going to find a job in the near future? Is this going to be something long term? Is this like an early retirement now? Because on the advisor side, we might all of a sudden have to look at tapping into those resources, those retirement accounts sooner versus later, which is five years before what they, we were predicting. So you'd have to adjust the plan to make sure that it is aligned with what's going on. Okay. Uh, if I if I realize that I need to make those adjustments, what are, what are some things that I can or should be thinking of? Well, the first thing is you want to look at that financial plan and, and, and reevaluate your risk tolerance, right? So all of a sudden you're out of work or you're on the verge of potentially being out of work, you might want to all of a sudden uh, lower that risk tolerance to protect what you have um, because you may or may not find that second, that job again to maybe start re-adding into the 401k and so forth. So you might be actually withdrawing. Okay. So you want to maybe readdress the, the risk tolerance. You want to go through the process with your advisor and sit down and say, are we still on, on, on path? Um, all too often we see people, they're worried about the big number which is how much do I have saved? Mm -hmm. And, you know, saving a lot of money is great, but the, the, the metric that we should really be looking at is how much money does my money need to generate for me in my retirement so that I never run out of money. Okay. And we see often with our clients, like one of their commandments is, I never want to spend principal. Okay, so they always want to spend the interest that is earned. Okay. But the goal should be is, if all of a sudden you're in a forced retirement, so to say, have I saved enough? Will this generate enough income to last me my lifetime? Even if it means I'm five years at sooner at retirement than I was expecting. If the numbers work out and you're still financially independent, that's great. But all of a sudden, we might have to readjust or, or reassess things. Like you do have to get a second job or, or find another job. Okay. Or we might need to change your spending habits and, and, and look at ways of cutting costs, so to say. So to touch upon that, you're talking about like you're, you have people that say like, oh, I only want to spend the, the interest, right? I don't want to touch my principal. So if you're used to spending $80,000 a year, and you have a million dollars saved up for retirement, that means you have to generate 8% interest every year in order to be able to not... Well, that's 8% net. That's after taxes. So if you that's need 80000 like, after taxes, well, that means you need to generate <laughs> more than that. Oh, so okay. that's part of the... When you stop working or you get this pink slip, so to say, it's how much money do I need? How much interest do I have to earn? What does taxes play a role? Inflation. Revisit that plan. Okay. The individual who doesn't have a plan, that individual needs to sit down and develop a plan. Um, because while you're working, you're in what we call the accumulation phase. You're, you're, you're contributing to your 401k. You're contributing to your retirement accounts. And all of a sudden, when you retire or you get a forced retirement, 
you then become what I call the distribution phase, the withdrawals. Now my money has to start giving me a paycheck for the rest of my life. So if you haven't had a plan, you have to figure out where is my income going to come from? So if all of a sudden you're forced into this retirement, where am I going to get this money from? And I would say, if you don't have a plan, sit down with someone and start developing it. If you're working for a company and you haven't gotten a pink slip yet, listen, this is a very difficult time that we're living in. Mm -hmm. um, the, the new norm is not what it once was a few months ago. Um, companies could be in trouble. Unemployment's at its highest. And so what you want to do is if you're still fortunate enough to, to have a job and still working, you want to start creating a plan right away so that you have an idea of what your process is. Where am I going to get my income? How is taxes going to play a role? And how is inflation going to play a role? One thing that we didn't touch upon is, and I think if you're within that retirement red zone, it might not be as much of a factor, but what about insurance, medical insurance? So if you're on your employer's insurance and you lose that, what are some options you might have? Yeah, like one of the questions that comes up all the time with our clients is, I would love to retire at 62 or 63, whatever number that they want, but they don't qualify for, for Medicare. Right. Um, so all of a sudden, they have to carry their health insurance until age 65 when Medicare kicks in. Right. So all of a sudden, that's that, that fly in the ointment, so to say, is <laughs> how much that Medicare costs. How much is health insurance going to cost you on your own? Right until you hit age 65. So all of a sudden, that individual that you talked about that has an $80,000 expense per year, well, all of a sudden they stop working, they're not 65 yet, their expenses might be actually 90, 92,000, depends on the health insurance. Right. So we have to factor that in. And then what about other like unexpected expenses? Like let's say you need a new roof or your water boiler goes or something like that. Are those things that, you can't really factor that in. I, well, I guess you could. You could just say, hey, I need to put some extra money aside for those unexpected expenses. But, like, it, is just a, that all part of the plan, like the cushioning of everything? Or Yeah, the cushion of the plan should always okay. have an emergency fund. Gotcha. Um, part of our clients, we always have enough money set in cash to offset maybe a year or two years worth of inter, um, income that might be needed moving forward. Gotcha. It's when you know what income is needed, that's the easy part, is when all of a sudden that unexpected job loss happens and income is needed well prior to us expecting it. So you have to adjust the plan at that point in time. At that point. Interesting. Okay. So now let's shift gears a little bit. Let's say that I am still working and I've been fortunate enough to keep my job and I'm still maybe like five or six years out from retirement, but my company turns around and offers me a pension buyout what are some things that I should be considering about whether or not I should take that? Sure. So we see that a lot. Company, um, companies offer a buyout program. Uh, we'll give you $100,000, a lump sum if you walk away or, or more, right? So that person now is going to forfeit a paycheck moving forward for a lump sum money. Right. So what we want to do is before we decide to take that option, and the companies give you a, a, a fair amount of time to, to do your research and to determine what you should do. Take you don't have it. to make the decision right there. No, but they give you maybe 30 days to kind of decide, right? right? So you sit down with an advisor and make sure that you understand where you stand. So if all of a sudden uh, you're my client and you sit down with me, I say, all right, so Adam, so if we take this buyout, are we going to get a job? Is this the end of the line? Are we going to retire? 
So if we stop working today with this newfound lump sum buyout package added to your list of assets, can that money generate a, enough amount of income that is needed for you to live your life without ever worrying about running out of money? Or sometimes the company might offer you a pension. What if we took the pension versus a lump sum? Or, listen, I'm not financially independent to take this lump sum or this pension option because I actually really still need to work to contribute and save more for my retirement. So it might be, you know, you run the risk of if you don't take it, then what happens with the company? Is the company trying to find people to early retire because they might not be on great ground? And if not enough people take that option, do they turn around and start laying people off and all of a sudden you're left on the back end being laid off versus taking that pension? Right. That's actually going to be my follow-up question. Are there any red flags if a company does approach you and say, hey, we're trying to give you some sort of a buyout? Should that kind of set up, set off your spidey sense in a, in a way? Or It would mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, and some companies do it for different reasons. They're financially strong and they want to become stronger. And they, and they want to maybe um, get some payroll off the books and so to say people who are near the end of their careers, um, health insurance purposes and so forth. Um, but it might be a great opportunity for someone who um, is a couple of years away from retiring to maybe take that and add it to their, what I would call the retirement accounts, that, that lump sum. And they might be young enough that they plan on going to find a second job or they're in a, in a job where it's easy to find a second Another. or a new job. Gotcha. Um, so that's a great point. Yeah, if you, if you have the ability to kind of take that lump sum and have a new job, that's kind of the best of both worlds, right? Exactly. Okay, that's good. Um, what are, so now let's play this out even further. Let's say you're 10 plus years away from retiring and you're you're working and you don't get the 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 buyout option but you're still unsure of your your future your industry's future basically like hey i don't even know if i'm going to be able to survive or if my company is going to be able to survive throughout this quote-unquote new normal that that everyone's using right now um aside from like understanding you might have to learn a new life skill are there any other ways somebody can from a financial standpoint, start to, I guess I'm answering my question here, budget more appropriately for the longer term. Yeah, it's a difficult situation. If you're 10 years away from retirement, like that's not like, you, you if you get laid off, you have to go go find another job, right? right? And, the, the, and that's a real concern with a lot of people today. There are so many businesses, so many jobs that were lost that just won't come back. Right. And the question is, you know, what can I do now? And what I would say now in this uncertainty is sit down with someone, uh, call someone up. That, you know, all advisors are doing Zoom meetings or, or conference calls. It's right. pretty simple. Just sit down and start the process of I need to get a handle of where I'm at today. Okay. Even the choices inside your 401k that you're contributing to. Do you have the right mix? Do you have the right risk tolerance? Right. Um, when the market was completely falling apart in February and March, were you so uneasy with it that maybe your risk tolerance is too risky and you should be a little bit more conservative? Or are you the mindset that is you saw that as an opportunity to buy more? Well, maybe that person could be a little bit more aggressive. aggressive. Yep. 
Um, it's difficult that 10-year mark if someone gets laid off. But if you get laid off and you're 10 years away from retirement, once again, don't make any rash decisions right away. Yeah. Um, take a step back, take a deep breath, try to gather your composure, so to say. And then you got a 401k. That 401k can be rolled over to an IRA, right. where that IRA, you can pick the world of investments that fit you, not just what the company is offering, right? And then work with an advisor and develop that plan of, hey, I have to find a, a new job. How much should I be contributing to get to my end goal? Okay. okay. Now, the person who's very close to retiring and is thinking of retiring or they're worried about their job future because of this uncertainty, mm -hmm. I would tell them to take a practice run of what they think they're going to live on during their retirement years. Okay. So if someone's making... Um, they think they need $60,000 a year to live their life in their retirement, then I would say if you think you could potentially lose your job but you're going to retire soon, take a practice run of living on $60,000 a year and see what it takes to live that Actually lifestyle, that, yeah. how hard it is. And, you know, it's like my, my parents, like they didn't drive a whole lot. They used to get nervous driving on the highway. Yeah. So if they were going to go visit someone in an area that they weren't um, familiar with, they would drive out the day or two before yeah. <laughs> and do a practice run so that they were comfortable. Mm -hmm. So I would say do that with your financials in your retirement. Try to live on the income that you think you may live on during your retirement years to see, is it doable? Right. If it's not, if you find yourself too tight or you're spending more than what you thought you were going to spend, let's adjust a plan. Let's come up with a process of how we're going to get that income. Where is that income going to come from? Right. And then, you know, the, the fly in the ointment is always taxes and inflation. inflation. Um, with the, the recent, like, people being laid off and let's say I'm 10 years out, again, to go back to that real quick, if I'm strapped for cash, the this year you can – borrow from your 401k without penalties, right? Is that a good idea, a bad idea, or is that dependent on your situation again? Every situation is different, but, okay. you know, the, the rule of thumb is to never uh, avoid borrowing from your 401k or your retirement accounts if you can. Gotcha. Obviously, if things are so dire and you're, you, you, you don't have any income coming in right. and you have bills to pay, then you kind of have to, okay. right? Um, but I would I would try to tell everyone to avoid borrowing or taking money from their retirement accounts as much as they can. Awesome. And I liked what you just said before that, too, that that practice run mentality is great. I think even for somebody my age is, is a great idea just to kind of have an idea of what my actual budget is per month and like, could I live on a little bit less of this in case I lost my job? Like, am I budgeted? Do I have like maybe six months of savings saved up so that way I can kind of at least pay the bills while I look for another job and I'm without a paycheck for Yeah, a few you weeks. look at today, uncertainty, right? Um, everyone's working from home. Companies are going to reevaluate how they're going to do things. Right. And this should be an opportunity for you. Don't just let this uncertainty be a, be a thing that just scares you. Start taking action. Start right. figuring things out. I think it kind of helps putting people back and getting their lives in balance a mm -hmm. little bit. Re reevaluating, like, all right, honey, like, what if this happened to us? Like, I saw my neighbor get laid off. Like, what are we going to do if it happens to us? How are we going to? So while you're working, while you're secure, you should be trying to take assessments of your situation. Right. Where you might run some uh, analysis on your stuff, saying, if we contribute X to our 401k every year mm -hmm. and we average Y, 
in in 25 years when we go to retire, what will this money be? How much roughly will it be? Right. Then how much is that money going to be able to generate for us to live our life? Is that enough? If it kind of says no, then you might want to maybe reevaluate contributing more. Right. Or cut your expenses down. So take this as an opportunity to reevaluate everything and start fresh. If you don't have a plan, come up with a plan. It's funny. I, every episode, I, we kind of come back to that. The whole like, if you don't have a plan, just get started on a plan. And it's really that simple. Like, just get started. Like, the, the first step is that scariest step is you don't know what you have or what you don't have until you actually take a look. You know, you got to lift up the cushion and find, you know, all the spiders, you know, to get rid of them all. You well, know, so like, everyone's a financial expert when the market's going up 10, 12 <laughs> years straight, and it's not that hard to pick what mutual funds to pick. Right. But when things go south, all of a sudden, you become nervous. And without a plan, you tend to make irrational decisions. Right. You tend to make knee-jerk reactions because you don't have a plan. So right. you're like, oh, I'll just sell everything and put it in cash, when it might have been we could reduce the risk ride out that volatility, and then maybe get back into a, a more aggressive or a more appropriate risk tolerance once things stabilize and things start to move in the, in, in the forward direction. Right. But when you don't have a plan, there's nothing to follow. There's no guideline. So we want to make sure that you have a, a plan that you follow because the plan prevents you from making knee-jerk reactions. Yeah. You, you said this on a previous post or a previous video a while ago, but the if you're doing it yourself, is it possible? Yes, but you have such an emotional attachment to every decision that you're making mm -hmm. that sometimes it clouts what should be the better decision to be made for your overall strategy. Yeah. And those knee-jerk reactions can really bite you later on. Because off, all too often people get caught up with, oh my God, I just lost five or 10% of my money. And I would always reevaluate with the client and say, all right, so the, we see the market's going down. We know what your value of your account is today. Are we still on track of your end goal of retiring in whatever year you want to retire? Right. And that money, will it generate enough interest to live your life? So if we're still on the right track, even though the market's down, we still don't have to make a rash right. decision. Right. Okay? So... The plan is going to guide you and direct you to make the right decision. People, when they manage their own money, often, all too often, they are undisciplined. You need an advisor to help you to remain disciplined and make those smart, disciplined decisions during times of volatility. Right. Don't get caught up in what you have in the big number. Is The end goal is, I want to retire, and I want my money to last me my lifetime and to generate enough interest for me to live comfortably. Right. It never was. I need to save $2 million. The $2 million number. is just designed to give you the amount of income that you were hoping for. Right. If you can do it with a million eight, congrats. <laughs> why do we have to make crazy decisions during times of volatility to achieve your goals? Gotcha. So, yeah, so it's not so much as don't think of the the final number as a destination just think am i still on path right am i still on path to my ultimate goal of retiring and not ever running out of money that's everyone's biggest fear it's running out of money perfect
Let's, um, we've done this in previous episodes. If you are watching or if you visit afterthepaycheck.com, we'll put at the end of this video a link for you to download our, our budget planner. So that way you can just at least get started. And sure. that's, again, what we really want to get people to do. And the whole purpose of the po- uh, the podcast now and the, and the videos is to just get people to start thinking and understanding like, hey, you should be thinking about these things before you're actually six months, you know, it's to retire and then realize, oh, I haven't, I don't have a plan. Yeah, the the million dollar question in every meeting I meet with people is, they all know how much they make, right? Not a, they all know how much they're kind of contributing to their retirement accounts, but not everyone knows how much they're spending on a monthly basis. Right. They don't know what their monthly budget number is. Some most do. Some have no idea. They just know that they're making more than what they're spending. Right. But now all of a sudden, in times of uncertainty, you want to take an assessment of, you know, what are we truly spending on? Right. And it's like you just said, if you don't know what's going out versus what's coming in, you'll never be comfortable with retirement. Exactly. Because you'll have no idea if you have enough. You want to retire with confidence. Right. That's, that's a good tagline. You should use that. <laughs> John, thank you very much for taking the My time. My pleasure. Uh, we're here for everybody. Yeah, if you, if you do have questions or you want to submit your situation to John, Ryan, or Sam, uh, head over to afterthepaycheck.com and submit it at the bottom of that page right there. Uh, you can head over to rlwealthpartners.com if you want to contact John, Sam, or Ryan, or actually just fill out the form at the bottom of afterthepaycheck.com and we can put you in touch with them Absolutely. either way. So again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of After the Paycheck. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you. John Conley and Ryan Marston are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners, LLC, and Retirement Wealth Advisors are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance and annuities offered through licensed professionals of RNL Insurance Agency, LLC, Mass Insurance License 1783398.